Welcome to episode. Fuck. What episode? We're we're, we're on episode. I'll give you a hint. Right? I'll give you a hint. It's like my rims. Twenties. Twenty-two. Oh, twenty-two. Yeah. Oh snap. Oh yeah. Episode twenty-two of Shanley. Welcome to episode twenty-two of Shanley. Thank you, Tom, for. Hopefully, this episode is a lot more uh, energetic than that intro. <laughs> well, you didn't like my my intro. Oh, and by the way, this has been sponsored by Myers. This this episode, episode twenty two, is sponsored by Myers and Daryl at Myers. <laughs> thank you, Myers. <laughs> thank you, Daryl. We just wanted to say a big thank you because they just 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 dro- drove the tr- back the truck right up to our to our podcast studio and just started handing out turkeys and shit. They're like, "You want some podcast munchies?" Duh. <laughs> we love the munchies mm-hmm. here. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. This is episode twenty-two is going to be for the fans. Uh, a lot of fans reached out to us. Yep, to I me. love our fans so much. I am missing Better Call Saul for this. I'm missing. Ooh, that's true. The, yep. No, Better Call Saul is Monday night. Oh, it's Sunday night, Kyle. You're fucked up. Are you supposed to be at work right now? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> he, Kyle's missing. Better call Myers. <laughs> Better call Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> call him on Justin's phone. <laughs> oh, he love that. I might have quit. I don't know if if I don't show up. I guess you just do don't want to work here. Though. It, it, I'm just gonna assume if you don't want the job, that you don't want the job. <laughs> Some notice would be nice. Nobody uh, understands so, what we're talking about. Oh uh, yeah, inside jokes. Inside. We have no exclusive scoops this week either. Mm-mm. No, I'm sorry. We no. dropped the ball on that one. Sorry, guys. But this is a fan uh, fan episode. We had a lot of people reach out on us on Twitter few people on the facebook nobody on myspace or instagram what is our twitter justin uh episode 22 at twitter.com no did you just say (laughs) get out of here no we're uh twitter at shanlin on shanlin on bat yep so yeah so but before we jump into that um how amazing was that teaser trailer that finally dropped wait a second it didn't drop yet no it didn't even happen yeah. After so many, like, everyone's like, oh my god, it's going to happen with Jupiter Ascending, and it just didn't happen. How many, how many, uh, what did Jupiter Ascending sell? What was their box office for the opening night? <laughs> it was Because fucking... everybody thought, <laughs> was it good? I just kept hearing about people that would walk out of the theater because the movie was so bad. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, but more people saw Fifty Shades of Grey. Than they did Jupiter Ascending. More people saw the SpongeBob movie. Well, to be fair, there, there's titties in Fifty Shades of Grey, so and SpongeBob. more people listen to our podcast and watch Jupiter Ascending. That's true. Does that mean we can get Channing Tatum on our show? <laughs> no, no, damn it! <laughs> We're gonna get uh, oh. Boromir on our show. <laughs> No, we can't do that because Sean Bean dies in everything. He might die at the end of this. He might die in real life after this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We are not responsible for any harm that comes to Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, so we got some uh, some actual news though coming up. We want to take care of some stuff before we get going. Um, before we jump into Samuel L. Jackson world, Sam. motherfucker. <laughs> he probably got bit by too many snakes on them. That motherfucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why it was a little crazy the other day. Um, but so far, the February we've got a lot of crazy stuff coming up. <laughs> After uh, this episode, we got For Bill real? Ramey from BatmanOnFilm.com coming. Yep. Um, that'll be, we'll be recording that Next February. Saturday. No, February up. 28th. You keep getting that Oh, that's wrong. two Saturdays from now. God. Me. See, yeah. when well, it's like negative 15 degrees here in Michigan, we just lose all track of time. Yeah, that's true. We, we can't do anything. The time continuum does slow down once you hit the negatives. The fucking time continuum slowed down when Bill Ramey was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll be on your podcast. Yeah. We're sp- I'm really excited for that. He's gonna. He's really candid. I don't know if you guys listen to uh, to him on his BOF podcast or whenever he uh, is Bad on Modern on Myth, film. Uh, Modern Myth Media. But we're really excited for him to come on, and uh, we got some some more guests coming on. Jesus, I would know. you like to name one of them? Uh, Chris Gore from Attack of the Show from G Four. Wow. The Attack guy, the movie guy. Chris Whoa. Gore uh, reached out to him on Twitter, and he's like, "Sure, it sounds like a lot of fun." So, so I'm really, score, folks. I'm really excited for that. He's a huge Batman, Batman nerd like we are. Wow. Uh, he does a few podcasts every once in a while. He has his own podcast show called Pod Crash. I believe that's what his podcast nice. something like Pod that. Crash. That sounds about right for him. Uh, Attack of the Show, Pod Crash. Yeah, I can see that. Really excited for that. And then uh, I know a fan favorite. It's coming at the end of March. Uh, Mr. Mark Hughes from yep. Forbes magazine will be back. Our return guest, yeah. Yep. Our, return Our first friend. Re- yep. Re- first return friend slash mm-hmm. guest. I'm pretty excited. Definitely. And um, I want to thank Mr. Justin Shanlin for arranging all these uh, killer guests coming up on the show. Mr. Shanlin here is a whiz with the Twitter messages. That's why his name's in the name of the podcast <laughs> and shit, guys. He's really Wait, cool. Wait, is it? I have never noticed. <laughs> Surprise. I thought this was Harper on Batman. Well, you know. <laughs> it was, uh, that, that was thrown out. It was thrown yeah. out of the, uh... I, I'm really excited. I had excited. to mention it. Justin didn't like I went idea. to the bathroom. I come back and it was gone. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. A lot of crazy stuff. When Chris Gore told me that he'd be come on our show, I was like, whoa, wait a second. And there was like Am zero, there was like no time. It was like, hey, you want to come on the show? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really was. It was like so fast. It was like there within was no hesitation. Minutes. Yeah, no hesitation. I, I told I told Tom, Kyle, Kyle was sleeping because he he's... He's, he's a, a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, that's my cigarette identity, so don't let anyone know. You're you're the Twilight fan fiction. You were the biggest I'm fucking the vampire I've ever, ever seen in my life. Like, I eat Edward Collins for breakfast, you know what I mean? Uh, so I was telling Tom, I was like, you know, I really kind of want to ask Chris Gore from Attack. Tom's like, the, the guy from Attack, the of, the Attack of the Show? I was like, yeah. I said, fucking do it. Like, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I sent him, I, I tweet at him. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to send him a message because he follows me. And uh, fucking six minutes later, he's like, holy shit, dude, I got him. <laughs> oh my God. Tom's like, no I've way. Been, I followed Justin because I was hoping this would happen one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I told Kyle, because I know Kyle's a big fan of uh, those, those kind of shows. Uh, right. I used to watch G4 TV all the time. I used to time. watch Attack of the Show all the time, too. And whenever Chris I was Gore- 12 once. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Kyle said that he had to go change his underwear because he shit his pants. True story. 
Yeah. Oh. So are you, are, I'm really excited to get Chris Gore on the show. I am too. Honestly, like, outside of uh, Attack of the Show, you know, which I, I wasn't like a frequent, like, oh my god, I, wa- I gotta watch it. But I did watch it, you know? Right. Uh, other than that, though, I mean, I've been looking him up on IMBD, Wikipedia, the interwebs. And I don't know a lot about him, but just from the way he got back to us and everything, I think he's going to be a really classy, like, just stand-up, all-around, like, just friendly dude. It'll just be, like, a normal conversation like, be like we're having so, right now, what you know? we've had with... Uh, with Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes. Son, son of Arrogance. Just, like, uh, and he's probably going to be back on the show, too. He uh, We talked to him at the end of the last interview. He's been so. kind of MIA a little bit on uh, Twitter. He, he's probably finished, busy writing that uh, script after we I gave him a little inspiration. It. Yeah. And I, I messaged him, and he just hasn't... I don't, he hey, hasn't man, been on cool. since... We got our scripts. That's all I fucking care about. Yeah, we got our scripts. I'm waiting for that Red Knight script, though. Yeah. That's, pretty that's gonna be fucking pimp. So, so big really shout-out to Son of Arrogance. Get a hold of us, man. Um, Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm really excited. We have a lot of crazy, crazy guests. I'm just like... I'm literally living like a dream with you guys. It's crazy. If totally. you would have told me... In the summertime when we just like started this, we would have had like a guy from Forbes Magazine, the guy from BatmanOnFilm.com, Chris Gore... Uh, I would have said you guys are all full of we shit. We aren't worthy. I'm, we're very right. blessed and very lucky, and it's it's really because you, you. It's really because of the fans that make us push, and that's really why we want to do this episode just for the fans. Answer some, cover some stuff that the fans have been like questioning because you know we have a little inside information, a little bit like a little think of us like an iceberg, a little yeah, tip, a little bit, it's just the tip, just, just the, the tip. tip. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like we were pushing for the fans. We want, we really, if it wasn't for the fans, uh, we wouldn't be able to do this. We would just be a bunch of guys just sitting around musing about Batman. Talking you guys about are Man. giving us a shaft, is what Justin's saying. <laughs> the tip of the shaft. <laughs> oh, that'd be weird. Yeah, we have the tip. Uh, tip of the shaft. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I said, this is all about the fans. I'm I'm really trying to push for Lee Bermejo. I'm I'm looking for uh, a Batman comic uh, writer and artist. First, I want to get an artist on because um, I just love Batman artwork. It's just a, yeah, and like for an artist, like an artist is gonna explain stuff in such a a, a way that. Nobody else really could explain it. I'd you know? really like to get like Kyle Higgins, writer wise, or Definitely. Scott Snyder, but the, it's. I'm not saying it's a long shot because we've had pretty much. If we ask people, they're like, "Yeah, absolutely." We we just know that they're really busy. You know, Scott Definitely. Snyder's probably the busy, busiest comic book writer at the moment. Ever, He's finishing yeah. up Endgame, and then Convergence is coming and then the new 52 oh, is over with. I was going to say, yeah, speaking of that, and, he, and he's moving. over with. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah he's moving over. I think they're moving to California. I don't know. <laughs> Twitter <Just>, stalker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I stalk Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo on Twitter. I have a little man crush on Gre- Greg Capullo right now. There's nothing wrong with that. We have the confession <clears throat> right here, folks. I think Greg Capullo Gee. is a good-looking man. <laughs> you heard it here first? <laughs> We have Brought our you exclusive scoops out of the way. <laughs> you buy my... We did have exclusive scoops. See? Look at that. <laughs> exclusive <laughs> scoops. <laughs> um, yeah, like I said, this is all about the fans. Tonight's all about the fans. We want to thank you. We, I'm gonna I'm gonna name shot some people tonight. Um, when we're get covering the questions, but the first thing we really need to jump into is uh. Kyle, do you want to talk about Samuel Jackson first? 
Yeah, we have to. Do, we you, do you want me it. to? Do you want right, me I'll to? I'll sum it up really quickly. Do that it. motherfucker says some motherfucking things about motherfucking movies. Uh, <laughs> All right, and next, <laughs> um, pretty much there's an interview on with uh, I don't I don't know what his name is, but he's on MTV. dot com. He's if. Tom, can you look for that? Whoever MTV.com? Uh, what's, what's uh, my name? computer's actually blocked from that. Who was it Sway? Shit about MTV. <laughs> no, was it Sway, the dude with the... No, it was a white guy. Was it the old guy? I don't know. He kind of looked like Carson Daly, but wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'll look it up here. Let's talk about something. Um, like and I'm a huge um, Samuel L. Jackson fan. Really huge. Holy crap, Tom. That just, like, almost, like, hurt you. He just about killed himself right there. <laughs> Um, I'm a huge Samuel Jackson fan. I loved him in <laughs> Jackie Brown, Pulp Fiction. Uh, he's amazing as Nick Fury. Uh, what snakes on a plane? Snakes on- Mace Windu. I, I just Mace Windu. I just watched uh, Kingsman: The Secret Service today. He was in that. Oh, I heard that was really good. Uh, it was okay. It was okay. It was it was different. He he. The entire movie had a lisp, like a really like. <laughs> I need to see this just for that. <laughs> um, it was okay. There was a there was about ten or fifteen minutes that I fell asleep through. So take oh, you fall asleep in a lot of movies. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I slept through The Hobbit. That was the last movie I fucking slept through. The first Hobbit. Yeah, the first Hobbit. Oh, everyone fell asleep during that. Cause I haven't seen that movie all the way through. But I'm a huge, huge uh, Samuel L. Jackson fan. So if he hears this, I love you, Samuel L. Jackson. Please don't come after me with your crazy. Jules like look with a gun because I don't think you're a bitch <laughs> but um you're not saying he looks like a bitch or anything are you no he does not look like a bitch he Good. looks like a very very popular strong man that could kill me <laughs> so during the uh the interview one of the uh interviewer was asking uh why he I, I don't wanna misquote him but I'm just gonna get either but I can't find this motherfucker. I can't we probably should have prepared better for this, but whatever. Basically what he said Fuck it, was doing a lie <laughs> Basically what he said was is that the D C movies are not as accessible as the Marvel Marvel movies, and that's why, you know, they haven't what, really oh, had here, I can tell you the quote. Okay, go for it. Mr. Jackson said the Marvel universe is huge. There's thousands of characters that can be yeah, that can access and use and do stuff with. Too bad Marvel sells them all off. Exactly. I'm not <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. It's been that way since we started reading comic books. Most of us that understand the comic book world know you can crossbreed and do all kinds of stuff. I think Marvel has figured out a way to make the those movies accessible to the public that DC hasn't. I don't know what that is. I don't know why you can't get Batman and Superman together and have people as juiced up to be part of that. I feel like Batman and Superman are going to be in a movie. I'm not sure what's that. Is is that going to happen? I, I kind of want to look at what no, he means. No, we haven't seen anything about it. So. What does he mean by accessible? As in, like, it's really easy to jump in and just watch a movie and understand everything? Because I actually have to disagree with that. A lot of times Marvel movies play off of each other. So you need to have, like, seen everything and already know a lot of the characters to understand what's going on. Right, and, yeah. like, something that happens in the TV, if you're not watching the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show, something that happens in that, and you're not paying attention to that, you're not going to know what's going on in the next movie. And, like I said, like, he he is a very 
a highly respected actor. He's been in a lot of great movies, and there's parts of that parts of that that I'm going to disagree with. But Kyle, you, continue. I feel I feel like you're on a good um, a good like little thought here, and continue with what you're saying. Well, that was that was most of it. But um, <laughs> if I had to like look at the DC movies in the same way, they're more contained, at least from what we've seen so far. I mean. A lot of the uh, new DC movies are still yet to come, so we haven't really seen what the formula is going to be like for them. Right. But like, just looking at Man of Steel, for example, that was a pretty self-contained story and had all the information there that you needed. You didn't need to go out and read the comic books to understand what was going on in just a movie. And you didn't have to. You didn't have to have four other movies. Yeah, you didn't have to go see four other movies to see what was going to happen in the Avengers. And like, like I feel like that Marvel Marvel's highly successful. They have a four, well. Samuel L. Jackson is right. They have a winning formula. They have something that they that they are very successful in, and I can't take away from that. They are very successful. I don't like all the decisions that have been made, i.e. Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, uh, the first Thor. I really, really enjoyed Captain America 2, um, you know, and now that they, they finally have Spider-Man back in their... Their MCU, which is you know that's good for that's good for the Spider-Man fan in me because I really do enjoy Spider-Man and everything. Kyle, I feel like you have something to say. I was just gonna say there's a lot we could talk about with Spider-Man, but that's not necessarily what we're here for now. Right, it? right, and and I'm not. And what he says is interesting, Tom. I, I feel like you have something to say, and I, I I'll give my opinion after you guys speak. Because I like it. I like what both of you had to say, especially the point that you made about about you know both universes but uh i think what i took away from what mr jackson said is more like uh where he says accessible like you said what does he mean accessible i think he means accessible is like you fucking know like what's going on you fucking see what your what your characters are gonna look like you like you have an idea with all this stuff in the marvel in the marvel world like way before it happens. Look how on the edge we are for Batman. Look how on the edge we have been for Batman. All the stuff that we've seen, like, in the past has all been, like, leaks that really weren't supposed to fucking happen, you know? Like, had those leaks not have happened, we would have been just as in the dark for The Dark Knight Rises as we would have been, as we are with what we're with Batman v Superman right now. Right. So I think when he says accessible, I think it means like they're a lot more kind to their, to their diehard fans where like they give them, they don't, they give them more than a taste, you know, they like, they give them a look at what they're going to see. At the same see. time, it like, and I feel like he was kind of an, uh, I'll, I'll talk about what, I, how I feel. I feel like he's kind of flaming. He's kind of fanning the flames of that Marvel versus DC where you see a lot of the, oh, yeah. the Marvel you know, Robert Downey Jr. said, he, like, he, and back in 2008, he, he's like, I don't get why everyone enjoyed The Dark Knight. That's not, that's too dark, and it's not, you know, that's not, like, for what, like, Iron Man did. I was like, why are you bashing The Dark Knight? It's one of the most popular comic book movies of all time. Because um, he's, it, like, the fourth richest man in the world, because he's are, Iron Man. Like, of course he's Marvel. Yeah, like, but still, like, I to see what you're saying. Yeah, and keep he, going. he talked about that stuff, and then, you know, uh, you see what Samuel Jackson? I feel like Samuel Jackson's kind of fan of the flames, and I kind of saw something on Twitter, you know, with people talking about that. He's fan fan of the flames of that divide between Marvel and DC, and I don't. And personally, I don't care for that because I'm happy that we're living in a world now where we get both 
great comic book movies. We're not, you know, some of the movies have been misfired. If you look at Amazing Spider-Man 2, I'm not a fan of that. Some people are. You have your opinion, just like I do. And I respect that. And I really really hope that if you do enjoy it, you find something that you enjoy out of it. For me, it wasn't my favorite movie of all time. Of course, there's stuff to find that you like in it, but... Right. Yeah. Um... But at the same time, I feel like he's fanning the flames of that divide. And, and you never hear DC go out of their way. And I, maybe I'm wrong, but I've not heard anyone from the DC CU go out of their way to, you know, to... Uh, to knock on Marvel. To yeah. knock on Marvel. I, so far, everything you see is like, we're really happy that they're successful. It makes us want to, you know, compete even at a higher level. It's making everything, you know everything better for the comic book movies and DC guys are right but at the same time you see that you know maybe I'm wrong maybe somebody on Twitter can show me an interview or talk about something where you know somebody from the DC side if it's Chris Nolan or um, whoever's in charge Zack Snyder even Zack Snyder said he's like to me there is no divide everyone wins the fans are the ultimate winners out of this but yep. here we go again. Another mar- it's it's like it's weird to me because they're on top right now. Why, why you know s- step on ants at this point? Because that's what where DC is at this point. We ha- it it doesn't make any sense to me. It, it, to me, it's disingenuous from him. And like I said, I'm not. I like him as a you know. I've never met him as a person, but as as a person that kind of like sits back and looks at the situation and looks at his pedigree of movies. I he's one of the. Gr- greatest actors in his generation maybe one of the greatest actors of all time he is a very very good actor look at him in Django Unchained just completely so, so many so many black snake moments black, just gonna say that so yeah. many great movies that he's done snakes on a plane yeah you know <laughs> like even the stuff that, like uh, what was the the shark movie he was in uh where he gets ate by a motherfucking shark? What was that fucking movie? Uh, oh, it's going to bug the shit out of me now. But like you said, to me it's just disingenuous. And I don't understand. Why is he flaming? He's, he's fanning that flame. And you're going to see more of that divide on Twitter. And people are going to look, oh, Marvel's better than DC. But to me, like what when he said the accessibility, I kind of disagree. Especially when he made that comment about why can't Batman and Superman team up. They are teaming up. You can't go a day on Twitter without seeing somebody. I I really want to see that Batman v Superman trailer. I really can't wait to see it. I know people on Twitter told me that they're having dreams about viewing the fucking trailer. So to me, if he's saying that they're, they're not accessible, I I disagree with him on that because I feel like they are accessible. And if they weren't accessible, we wouldn't be getting a Suicide Squad where you're getting, you know, Leto, you're getting uh, Will Smith, you're getting all these all these great actors. To come on, I mean, does anybody have anything to add, subtract, multiply, divide? Fun fact: To thirty seconds ago, Samuel Jackson was ate by a shark in Deep Blue Sea. There you go. There we Fuck. go. But uh, the more you know. Yeah, man. Um, can you really quick just repeat the last half of that question for me? Is there anything to add, subtract, multiply, or divide from what I just oh, said? Oh no, you fucking covered it. I like. I mean, Kyle, do you have anything? No, not particularly. Uh, you're pretty thorough and. Examining the things he had to say, and all three of us were. Well, yeah. What do you guys think about him saying that you know that the DC movies aren't accessible? Do you think that he was trying to say like, well, here we are at the top, and DC's still scratching their heads trying to figure out what to do, or are we trying? Well, to, are I, mean, we, I don't want to take it out of yeah, context. No, I, I really know. don't want to. Well, if he t- if if he meant it in the way that I said it, then I mean, yeah. no, he was totally in line. But if he meant it in a way that like 
you or Kyle said it, like, he's kind of being a douche, you know? Like, exactly. It just depends on what context it was in. And with him, it's really hard to tell. It's just, he's such a character when he's not in character mm-hmm. that he's, he's just... Mr. Cool. He is. Like, he's such a character that you don't really know what to... You know, and like you said, they're on top anyway, so it's like, what, are, why what would you what? have, why would you need to... Say anything, just keep do, going you about your business. You have to add gasoline to the fire. Yeah, yeah. Let, if DC, when DC catches up, if they ever do, they've been behind the game for, since 2008. There has not been anything. They DC had a misfire with Green Lantern, they had uh, Superman Returns was supposed to be added into... You know, the Dark Knight and all that stuff, and that didn't happen. DC needs to catch up, and I feel like they finally are. Maybe maybe people at Marvel are a little afraid. Maybe they're showing their hand. I don't know. Right. But at the same time, it's like they're at to- on top. Just, keep go- just go about your business. Well, with the Avengers kicking the way that it is, and, like, you know, we have, uh, we have the Justice League <clears throat> brewing, you know, mm-hmm. like... The the fight's really gonna you know the spark's gonna ignite like it's gonna get, it's gonna get heavy again like oh, there's yeah. you're gonna see a lot like in the next year you're gonna see a lot of those diehard Marvel and DC fans talking their shit you know like and I don't want that I don't I, either it's like you said like every, every we're all benefiting from what's going on right now and so. the, the way that they're going about it, it really speaks to if you think I think of it like this. I think of it like in comic book terms. You have the Marvel method, and you have the way that DC kind of put their comic books together. You look at the Marvel method, and you guys know what I'm talking about, where they kind of like... Greg Capullo talked about it, Kevin Smith's talked about it, a lot of other comic book artists and writers have talked about the Marvel method, Stan Lee's talked about it, where you know they come up with like brief little uh, stories, and then the... the the people at Marvel would just go off and like like the formula to write their books. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So the the and then DC has their own formula. They got their mouth. Yeah, definitely. and I feel like that's kind of how it is right now. Marvel Marvel's doing the the Marvel method for their movies, and, and DC's, DC's doing, doing their, their thing, thing, and they're staying away from each other, and everything's been happy, you mm-hmm. know. And like this, like, that's what it is. It's the it's gonna be the Avengers and the Justice League thing, and it's gonna be huge. And if they were fucking smart. In fucking ten years, they'd smash them together and blow everyone's I would love mind. to see, honestly, uh, maybe Avengers maybe a, versus fucking Justice League, Justice League or like League, a man. crossover. See a Batman and an Iron Man in a movie. Biggest That'd be movie fucking ever. awesome. Could you imagine seeing Affleck and Downey Jr. in a movie together as superhero? Like fuck, that I would, dude. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Good night. Yeah, you know, like that—that that makes five billion dollars. It might make a trillion dollars <laughs> easily. Man. It really might. Like, wow. There's not going to be one person in the world who would never see. It. You might have to be like some guy who lived. You—you'd have to be ISIS not to fucking see that movie. Maybe Bill Cosby would stop roofing people <laughs> to see that movie. I did not expect a Bill Cosby <laughs> reference. <in this. laughs> we went there. Um, but yeah, like. I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. I, I hope that you know when people listen to this podcast, we're not, we're not you know spewing hate on Samuel L. Jackson because that's not the case at all. And I, you know, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of his, and I just, I don't. 
may, maybe we're making more out of it, but from what we were seeing on Twitter, and I have my own opinion, everyone has the right to their own opinion, and certainly does Samuel L. Jackson. I just, I just like I said, like the, the fans are really the ones benefiting. It doesn't matter if you're gonna you're gonna get a definitive version of you know the Avengers or whatever. They're making great comic book movies. Never in a, did I ever think we would have good Avengers movies. We'd have a fucking Suicide Squad coming out in 2016. You're going to have Solo Batman. You know, we're going to have all that stuff. But something that we will talk about, though, that will be the next topic, is they may or may not have found Rick Flag in, sui- su- in the Suicide Everyone knows that Tom Hardy um, had a temper tantrum. I don't know. Was it a temper tantrum? I don't know. I think it was more of him just examining his career and trying to see what's the next step for him. And if he were to take on the role of Rick Fragg, he doesn't see as much potential for growth there as he would somewhere else. That's what I... That's could what I it think. have been that or could it have been more... He says it was scheduling. Well, if it's scheduling, then there must be something more important, important to him than, than Suicide Flag, yeah. so. Do you think that, Kyle, do you think that because he was Bane and he worked with Chris Nolan, do you think that kind of made him hesitate, second-guess himself from being in that Suicide Squad movie? I, I don't think so. I, I don't know why that would try to conflict. They're not really... I mean, like you said, it, it's a Chris Nolan movie and set in DC Universe in a way, but I don't think it would necessarily affect his opinion on how he should perform as that character. Right, and it sounds like that the guy who just played RoboCop in the new RoboCop movie, Joe Kinnaman, is that how you pronounce his name? Kinnaman? I have Kinnaman? no idea. I have no idea. Kinnaman? I'm not really sure how to pronounce his name, but he was pretty good in RoboCop. And he was at, what's that show he was on AMC? Was it The Killing? Was that the show he was on? I have no clue. I don't watch The Killing, so I don't know if he was on there or not. So I'm not. I don't watch that show either. So we're so prepared. I know. Oh well. But apparently he's in talks to play Rick Flag. Um, I I know everyone has seen him pl- in at least RoboCop, right? Yep. Um, so what do you think about him potentially having a role in Suicide Squad? Tom. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> don't care. Um, you know. Rick Flagg's not a character that I am, like, fluent in, for sure. So, I mean, yeah, I guess I am in, like, the don't care about... Like, he was, like you just said, that's my opinion, too, though. He was okay in RoboCop. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't, like, holy was, shit! Was that know? his performance, like, though, or was that just the writing The overall the movie. movie. That's true. Was it it the might movie? have been the Do movie, think- but like I don't. His overall performance is RoboCop. Like, what was it really spectacular? But that's the thing about RoboCop. He was supposed to be playing this like monotone. That's true. Yeah. How do you how do you spectacularly kind of play a fucking robot that I'm, I am the law? Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. Like, right. I'm kind of. I don't know either. Indifferent. I don't care. I, I wouldn't say I don't care. I'm just indifferent. I I'm just glad that they're finally. If they oh do, shut up, you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like, here, here's the thing, though. Like. Rick Flagg is supposed to be, like, the leader of the Suicide Squad. He's kind of the one in command. He's kind of, like, giving the directions, or he receives orders from whoever, and then he has the squad carried out. Like, do we see him as someone that could be kind of outspoken Lead, and like, be that leader? Or no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know enough about him we to honestly don't pull know. that trigger. Yeah, we don't know. We suck. Um, somebody on Twitter talked... Give us some background on Rick Flagg and his. Do it now. 
But you and, can't uh, hear this now. Shit. Do it right. anyway. <laughs> so let's get into the the fan, the fan episode. We're really starting to do it. All right, home. who's this from? It's from Dalton Johnson at Dalton D Johnson on Twitter. Dalton and he D. he Johnson. he has a question. Um, my question is, how fleshed out do you think that Batfleck will be, since it's not a solo Batman movie? So he's asking, how fleshed out do you think Batman will be? Ben Affleck will be in Batman v Superman. Kyle. This is something I have been actually a bit concerned about for a while. Since ever since they started announcing all the characters that were going to be in the movie, like oh yeah, if it was just Batman and Superman, I'd be like oh yeah, there's going to be lots of development for them. But there's also supposed to be the introduction of Wonder Woman. Yep. Um, we also getting Aquaman in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other Justice League members, so I'm wondering the Flash. I think the Flash in is the Flash. Be... Like, is there going to be any screen time for this, or is it just going to be like it's going to be a three hour long movie? Like... Is there going to be like monologue? It doesn't matter if it's four hours. I'm still watching I mean, every second of well, it. Well, yeah, I don't care. But I'm saying, like, how are they going to? Just like he said, how are do they going to do it? How are, are we going to get like a voiceover it? near the beginning of like Alfred just like talking about Bruce Wayne's life or whatever? <sighs> he burnt down Gotham. Looking for the rubies. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great question, and honestly, only time will tell until we see the movie. But I don't think it will be as fleshed out as we got in like Batman Begins. No. I think there'll be some talk, maybe a qu- quick little flashback to. Obviously, we're gonna get the the flashback of ba- Batman's parents being murdered. We saw pictures, like the one of the few things that were actually like like leaked online was yeah. like. Um, the photos of uh, Bruce Wayne's parents at the at the theater, seeing the Marco Zero. So we're gonna get that. The thing is, we don't know if that's like a legitimate scene or if that's like a flashback kind of memory that he has. Right. So I, it kind of depends on which way they go. That depends on how much uh, actual information we're gonna get. About do Do the you guys want to see like a fleshed out version that we got kind of got in Batman Begins: The Dark Knight in this incarnation? Or do you think that we should hold off until solo Batman movie? I kind of think, like, foreshadowing-wise, the movie is called Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. So I would expect to see more Batman and Superman than anything in the movie. I do understand the concern for all the characters and stuff, but it just, without the two... Like, they're... Obviously they're going to fight... And then obviously they're going to work together. So there's got to be enough time to develop all of that between those two characters to make that happen. So you don't think you don't think they'll be like I think stuff. No, I think like I think maybe like one of the character like obviously like when they're doing Superman like where they like pan away where they stay away from Batman for a minute and they're doing like their Superman part of the story. They'll probably they'll probably bring their Lex Luthor in then you know. Like we've already wait, had a whole it'll... movie for Superman, so we don't need all that backstory. Well, yeah, 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 that. that's true. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's still we're gonna need to know what the fuck's going on with them still, you know. But like, when they do the Batman, like, who know, you know, like they'll probably bring in one of the other characters with him, you know. Here's like, what we do know: we know we're getting Alfred, right? We're no, we know we're getting Batman, who is older, who's experienced, who is a veteran crime fighter. We know we're getting a new Batmobile, so. Those should be a few clues to say you, we're we're gonna get a pretty developed Batman character, 
one that we have yet to see on screen because uh-huh. we haven't seen a uh, a seasoned veteran Batman. Nope. Uh, we you know we got a little bit of that in Batman eighty nine. We got a little bit of that in the Dark Knight. Um, but we have yet to see that guy who's been going at it for years, who's been fighting the Joker, who's been fighting the Riddler for all these years, and all that history leads... It seems like all that history leads up to Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Just based on the clues that we have so far. And that's not even a lot. Like, you know, you look at even... If you take a clue from the Batsuit, it looks like something from The Dark Knight Returns. So, do I think that it'll be fleshed out like we got in Batman Begins? No. Do I think we'll get a few little origin things, pieces? Yes. I don't think it'll be as in-depth. Obviously, they don't have enough time to go right. um, and do that because I keep hearing that it's going to be about 65% Superman and the rest will be Batman and then Luthor and then the rest of the characters. Is that what you heard? I've I've heard that multiple times. I, I won't say by who because obviously, um, I don't give out sources like that. Um, but I have heard on Twitter from other people, not just one or two, but three or four people who have. I won't say they have access to the screenplay, but they know people in that uh, in that world. I guess you could say where it's about sixty five percent. It's going to be more Superman than we are going to get Batman. I feel like when people ask, "Are do you think Batman's hijacking the movie?" I mean, obviously, <laughs> the, I mean his name is in the title, so I wouldn't say he's it's first in the title. Yeah, well, you know, that's just because in alphabetical order. Yeah. Alphabetical order. Um. So next question comes from B is for Alfred. B <laughs> is for bats. <laughs> it's from Dalton again. Um, he goes, I would love it if you guys talked about the evolution of Batman throughout his cinematic history and how it has gotten gradually darker. So, I will start that one off. Um, the evolution of Batman throughout his cinematic history. Um, it's been interesting. I think of Batman throughout his cinematic history. Um, in 1989, you got the 1939 version of Batman. And when you got Batman Returns, you got the 1990s Batman who you know, decided that it's... I wouldn't say he was killing, but he was a little bit more brutal. Look at the Norm Bryfo- I looked at some Norm Bryfogel stuff and a few things from the 90s and how he's being interpreted. He was very vicious and dark, and it kind of led into uh, the the Nightfall, where you know Bane breaks into the into Wayne Manor and just beats the fuck out of him. And then the Azrael, like he was very. Uh, very brutal in that, and then once you get to like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, you, you saw the bat and Batman Forever. You kind of saw like the the forties, fifties Batman, mm-hmm. and then when you got to Batman and Robin, you obviously got the the nineteen sixties TV show, the campy Batman, sixties campy Batman. Um, I don't uh, has he gotten darker throughout the his cinematic history. I'd say it, it kind of fluctuated a bit in the yeah. '90s films, but I'd say as a whole, it's generally gotten darker. Yeah. Especially when you move from that and then on towards the, the Nolan verse. Yeah, I say the Nolan verse. He definitely got darker. There was bigger themes throughout the 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 themes got bigger. The stakes got higher with each movie. I mean, you kind of had to go that route. I mean, I, like 
I'll take a kind of a point that Son of Arrogance mentioned when he was on the show that like the Dark Knight Rises was practically a war movie with Batman in it. Mm-hmm. It was very violent and there's lots of action going on. It was very dark. Um it's it's a really interesting question because and it could be something that's talked about for Batman v Superman because you keep hearing that this Ben Affleck's version of Batman, he's very brutal. He's a very rough guy. And even Chuck Roven, the producer, said that he this 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 Bruce Wayne is more in the like a socialite. He's more he's out there um, being more social, like going to those events. Um, unlike the Christian Bale version, where he kind of locked himself away for eight years. Um, and you, you look at uh, apparently he said that his his version of Batman is very brutal. He you know he's very rough. Uh, what do you think, Tom? Do you think that he he has gotten a, a little a little bit more darker as he's evolved? I think I think you kind of have to. If you, I think yeah, he definitely. Yeah, it's he's got a lot. I but when you look at things like that, like throughout the 90s everything everything was kind of like man you know we're gonna have fun nothing, with this. yeah nothing was too like dark and crazy and like violent in the 90s and then the end of the 90s and 2000s war struck and everything like everything got violent you know like batman's not excluded from that at all like he's i mean shit when you watch fucking uh x-men no <laughs> not even no, not even a little what? bit. But yeah, like, X Men definitely. Like, look at the Wolverine movie. That was real violent. Like, there was X Men Days of Future Past. X Men that was very they violent. Rip the guy's head off. Exactly. Like, uh, so you're pre- are you saying like Batman kind of followed suit? He no, I wouldn't say. It would, I don't think you're saying he followed suit. He he's he's a character that can be thrown into the real world kind of like well definitely he's supposed to be he's a real man like yeah it's he's supposed to be you're supposed to be able to relate batman to every day yeah exactly like you got to make you you got to make batman exactly reflective of the times that's a great way to put it like that that's how i see it like look at like look at back in the 60s with the the tv show you know like it was all just funny haha good jokes for the most part you know kind of cheesy it was it was the times, though, you know, proper proper speaking and loud voices and the mm-hmm. stereotypical, badoomch, you know. I I feel like yeah, he, Batman has to be reflective of the times because if you don't, then you kind of lose that that real world character that he is. Yep. He he's a hyper realistic character in a in a really gritty world. If you look at Gotham City, you can. You can see the undertones of like uh, Chicago or New York City. It's very crime ridden, uh, very like Cleveland, yeah, something like yeah, exactly. I mean, you can look at Gotham City and really par- be perilistic to uh, Detroit. Oh, definitely. Look at what happened with Kwame Kilpatrick and that corruption case. Um, you know, he, Batman isn't just a character. He can be, he can be contorted. He can be metaphoric. And with the times, you have to evolve with the times. You know, Batman isn't going to, uh... He isn't going to dance in the Batcave like he did in the 60s. Um, he isn't You don't know do- what he does during his free time. <laughs> I mean, he could be watching his butler porn. But, like, you know, like, that may or may not happen. How? <laughs> what do you mean, how? I said, wow, oh. butler porn. 
Um, but yeah, he, I feel like Batman has to be reflected in the times. And if you know, look at look at what's going on today in the world today. You know, it's a really scary world we live in. You know, if you turn on the news, you're going to see something about ISIS. You're going to see about you know stock market crash. You're going to see about you know unemployment going up and down, and um, you know declaring war on you know extremists and that person. Yeah, gas prices. Like we everything. live in a very yeah. Fast-paced, hyper-realistic world, you know, like, you almost need a Batman or a Superman to kind of clean things up. Um, Who's got this next question? Um, Stinker at Thinkers365, um, he asked... Hold, wait. It's the guy from... The no, guy. repeat what you just said. Do you just suck at saying his name? Is that what no, it is? No, he changed his name. He changed, It was Thinker Thinkerden. You yeah. change it to Stinker at Thinker. I thought you just slaughtered the fuck out of this. <laughs> no, name. no, no. God damn it, Think Thinkerton, quit it. <laughs> <laughs> um, when do we, when do you think we're gonna get the trailer? <laughs> at this point, never. <laughs> I just think the movie's gonna drop one day randomly and shit. <laughs> um, they're not gonna that. they're not I gonna gross to anything at, at, on their opening day because no one's gonna know what come out. There's gonna be like six people that went and saw it. <laughs> Batman, so? Alright, I'll see that. Fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah, Batman, I, I wish uh, this morning at the 10.30 showing. It was great. I came for the Fifty what? Shades of Grey, but ah, uh, the Batman seems okay. My husband had to convince me. <laughs> um, I feel like we're going to get it for Mad Max for sure. There's, I don't think there's any question about that. It's the first like real WB movie, but I like. I feel like that's going to be the trailer. But I really have a suspicion, and not from anyone who told me, just like a kind of like a gut feeling that we're going to get the, the, the Batman v Superman teaser trailer with the Will Smith Margot Robbie focus movie. That kind of would make sense. Uh, I feel like it would need that uh, that extra push. Because it's Will Smith trying to rebrand himself, it seems like. He said the other day that, uh, what was that fucking movie he did with his kid? Mm. The M. Night Shyamalan. After Earth. After, he said After Earth was like one of his biggest failures as a career-wise ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, so I can't. Don't. don't. <laughs> Have you seen it, Kyle? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> What's it about? <laughs> I can't even explain. Was it as sad as a pursuit of happiness with this kid? No, I, I love that movie though. That movie makes you cry every time. Aww, Kyle. Seriously, it's adorable. Um, I really do feel like it's going to be focused. We're going to get that teaser that comes out the end of February. Um, it would need that that push. I don't know. It's it's a guessing game so at this point. Fucking push. Don't get my hopes up for the trailer come out in the next yeah, two weeks. Man. I just don't even. Yeah, whatever. Like, I mean, we're going to get it with Mad Max for sure, and then we're going to get something. You know, Mark said that once it starts, it's not going to stop. So once it starts, it's not going to stop. And it we we're, it seems like they're giving us little uh, nuggets or clues. Uh, DC All Access said, you know, we're going to talk Suicide Squad. We're going to talk Batman v Superman. We're going to have some exclusive stuff for that. But that never really happened. I feel like they are... I really do believe that it was supposed to drop with Jupiter Sending, but they saw how horrible that movie was. <laughs> like, we really can't drop Batman v Superman. Guys, our partnered film sucks ass. We can't, we can't do Fucking this. Fucking Channing Tatum? Though, I will say, despite all the negative reviews I've heard of the movie, I heard Channing Tatum was actually okay. Like, the one he's okay. fucking thing. Gambit. Of course he's going to be okay. Of course he's okay. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. Um... 
Yeah, like, like I said, I, I, I really, it's, it's just a guessing game at this point. I, I really think that uh, it will be uh, Mad Max for sure. I'd really like to see it with focus because I'm tired of waiting. They, they really should drop it. It should have dropped back in December with the Hobbit. That would have made logical sense. It would a lot of people would have seen it. It'll a minute and thirty seconds would have been satisfying. Even if they showed like you know like Kevin Smith, said, if they just show a chalkboard and just drew Batman on and said Batman teaser trailer, everyone go ape shit. Everyone will still go ape shit for that. That's true. Um, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Just have like this a very short video clip of Ben Affleck standing there in a tuxedo, and people and, were just like, "Oh my god, it's Bruce Wayne!" No, no, it's it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> But you can say it's Bruce Wayne if you want. <laughs> um, Just get a shot from the like, most recent Grammys or something. Him sitting in a suit. He, speaking of which, he is presenting. I don't know with with Jared Leto, but he, Ben Affleck's presenting at the Academy Awards, and so is Jared Leto. Oh, that's cool. So if they fucking team up, oh snap! Oh my god, that chick's gonna be in pain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go to the next question. Next question. Um, next. From, it's from Lindsay Steele at Steel 131. Ooh. How, how do you think Leto's Joker, Joker will be portrayed? The differences and similarities between Ledger's Joker. I'll, I'll feel this one to Kyle first. Kyle's been on point tonight. Why, oh, thank you, sir. Um, again, it's kind of hard to say because DC has been very mysterious in the way they're operating. And we're not getting any information from them. So it's really hard to say, like, what the tone of Suicide Squad is going to be like. Is it going to be a very serious movie, or is it going to be kind of a, kind of a silly, kind of happy-go-lucky movie? Like, it could be like that. It could be super serious, like the Nolan verse. Like, who knows? I feel so like it, it might be like a cross between Guardians of the Galaxy and Silence of the Lambs. Those are very different movies. That's what I'm saying because I keep hearing that you're going to see. The Joker in that, like, standing, like, you know what I'm saying, where he's, like, you see in Silence of the Lamb with Hannibal Lecter, he's in that... Uh, the straight jacket? He's straight jacket, and he's being carted around in that thing. Like that, the way he's, they stand up, and it's like a dolly where they yeah. stand, but they're strapped in. Yeah, I, I keep hearing that's... Yeah. I, I keep hearing that's, for the first, like, three quarters of the movie, that's what he is, and then he finally does the prison break. At the end of the movie, and that kind of like so for majority of the shit, he's strapped in an Arkham. He yeah. can't do anything anyway. But I keep hearing like the, the, the show. a lot of like inner thoughts stuff, and yes. you know, and I'm sure Harley Harley Quinn, like as as the doctor before play, she went nuts plays like, into that yeah. somehow. Um, I, do so if what you're saying is true, then I think the kind of Joker that we're going to be getting might be more of the like maybe mentally ill kind of crazy joker from maybe like the batman arkham games or something on that lines um perhaps i would like to think he's a little comic booky but he's still pretty grounded in reality um do do you think he's gonna do you think he's gonna take any cues from what heath ledger did or jack nicholson or do you think he's gonna try to do something completely different how could you not at this point though as much as I'd love to say that he's going to, of course, look up to an inspiration, I, I look at Jared Leto, and I think he's going to be the kind of person that does his own thing. I mean, he may pay homage to the other characters in some way, but he's very much going to be his own person and just kind of portray the character how he's always imagined it. Um, 
Tom, what do you think? And I'll give my opinion after. I think he, like, obviously, like, look-wise, if you take a picture, if you, you know, split screen one next to the other, like... The Joker and Jared Leto. Yeah, like, it's amazing. Like, they have, like, the same shaped face. The shape, the, like, the same, the same like, body. Like, the same body physique. Like, they have the same, like... Hair. Perfect smile. That perfect, like... <laughs> That perfect, like, trapezoid smile, you know? Like, it's... he. I think, like, look-wise and everything, he's gonna pull it off. Now, like Kyle said with how fucking secretive everything is, it's very hard to know how he's gonna be mental-wise, you know? Like, I like my Joker... Like, on the verge of being nuts. Not to... I don't like him where he's, like, fucking super killy where he's wanting to kill or he just kills fucking any and everything in sight but i like him where more he's more like sadistic and fucking tries to hurt people you know what i mean like where he's more sadistic about everything like like the interrogation just scene in the dark night just like the interrogation scene in the dark night like i like that kind of stuff so that would be like my ideal as far as like it, as far as i'm trying to like play it like nicholson or even ledger like at this point, there's, like, a how-could-you-not kind of take cue from one of them. Because both portrayals of the character were so good. And they're burned into your psyche and they're forever. Exactly. They're, yeah, you're never going to not think about one of those two performances, you know, if not both. Always both. But, I mean, I think that he can do his own thing with it, but it's he's going to try to make it feel like home. You know, what do you think? Ah, uh, like it's. Do do I think that I think look wise, it's gonna be. I think looking the way he's gonna portray it's gonna be different. I don't think you're gonna get that that long hair that Heath Ledger had in in the Dark Knight. I think you'll have he'll have that short. I think I think his look will be the most the closest to, you know, the Arkham that games. like flat top. Well, if you look at the how he looked in the Arkham games, especially uh, Arkham Knight, how the Joker looked. Uh, if you want to pull that up, I'm, I'm just saying with that, that that short just hair just that's kind of pulled up. As far as we know, the Joker's not in Arkham Knight. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, not Arkham Knight, but Arkham City. Why did I say Arkham Knight? You're excited for it, I guess? Yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> for that. I was thinking about, I really want to play that game today. What the fuck? But like the way he looked in Arkham City, that that look it's going to be very much very very comic booky you know the look of Heath Ledger was like someone who like was like a really like real world look mm-hmm. like you know how he cut his you know face up i feel like you're going to have that rictus grin but yeah like look at that from Ar- with the receding and everything you think it'll be like that i think i don't think it'll be receding but you know if you look at uh that just like the short and kind of up a little if you bit. look at yeah. pull up jared leto's instagram tom oh my god instagram and then, no you know what we say you know what instagram, fuck you justin, justin. <laughs> i'm not pulling up anything with instagram and a url damn it but that's he's he showed what his hair is gonna look like <laughs> I, I really that's did. I, I th- that's what I heard, Kyle. What'd you hear? Did you hear? I heard a little whiny bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think you'll have the black circles on the eyes. No, I don't think you'll have that either. It'll be, be probably a more plain white face. Yeah. Um, I think his his overall 
Uh, costume will be more in line with the Paul Dini, Bruce Tim kind of look. Um, and the Arkham City look. With, like, the purple suit? Yeah. Um, but do I think that he's going to take cues from Nicholson or Ledger? Like I said, like, those portrayals are so burned in everyone's psyche. It's hard. It will be hard for people not to compare. Oh, here it is. Just kidding. No. I'm just... Calm your shit down. It's not it. I heard me again. Bit me. Bit me. Go right below that. Oh, you fucked up. No, right there, right there, right there. Nope. To the left of that. I think that will be his fucking hair. Yeah, I can see that. He looks like a fucking country music star right there. From but, from th- as far away as I am, he looks kind of like Aaron Paul. Ron Paul? Aaron Paul. <laughs> Not Ron Paul. Oh. <laughs> the same. Here, is um, that better? Yeah, that's good. I, and I, I, I think it. he's going to take cues from the killing joke, too. He's wearing a lot of denim in this picture, but yeah. I really do. I feel like, I feel like he kind of looks like uh, Alan Moore's killing joke joker. Hmm. I don't know. Like it's just only time will tell. I feel like we're gonna get a photo of, uh, of Jared Leto as a Joker very soon because they do start filming in April. Jared Leto might be the first Joker with a beard. What do you no, think about he ain't that? Get a fucking beard. I think they. I think he'd shave that off. Caesar well, Romero saying, maybe, had a mustache. Maybe. No, it's maybe. not happening. It could be what awesome. What if he did, though? If, see, yeah, I said what if. What you if don't know. Did, we don't fucking, fucking know. You'd Shut be pissed. up. I'd be pissed. Shut up. <laughs> okay, Harry Potter. <laughs> he doesn't look like this guy. <laughs> uh, We're looking at the goth, that Gotham the Joker. Still, I'm still not completely convinced that's the Joker, though. I still, why are I think they, it'll be the Mad Hatter. I have, and I have, just, and not destroying. to take away what we're talking about, but I have really huge issues with Gotham right now. <laughs> Me too, I don't watch it. Boom. <laughs> and here's my issue with it. If you look at the successful shows of, like, The Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, uh... Don't you dare compare those two for the, <laughs> the angry fanboy me. Breaking is Bad, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, Sons of Anarchy. They don't House. fucking tell you <laughs> the characters House. are going to be on their fucking show. They let the, it's a surprise. Every right. fucking character that's been on that show. Oh, we got guess who we're gonna bring in? We got in Harvey Dent coming in. We got fucking Joker. Wow! Coming. And next week we're gonna bring in the Joker. I'm like, like can no we be joke. fucking surprised for once? For one fucking episode, can we have a little surprise? I don't fucking want to know what the fuck like, happens. Yeah, like, the only real surprises I've ever had on a show is when, like, the penguin just shows up at the GCPD randomly. It's like, oh my god, cliffhanger. Or, like, when, when uh, Barbara rolls over and there's a chick next to her, that was a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> that was happening at some point during that episode, beneath the sheets. But it's Behind the scenes. But I'm like, that's one of the reasons I kind of like stop watching the show is because I I want to be surprised. If you're gonna spoil it for me, what what's the point of having? Yeah, it's not like a it? fucking leak. It's a literally the goth of people like, hey, guess what we're gonna do this week? Here's the whole show premise. Good night. <laughs> Why are they doing that? Like, make me wanna tune in every week. 
They're not doing that. Do you know what the numbers are like for that show, by any chance? I Like I said, I've completely stopped watching. It's been pretty popular. I, I know they've already renewed it I'm, for multiple seasons. Yeah, and I'm all good with that. Maybe I'll, you Damn know, it. at the end of the season, <laughs> I'll... Damn it. Uh, Damn it. Is Fish Mooney still alive? I think so. <laughs> I mean, she's like in prison now or something. Oh, well, I mean, la, 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 la. <laughs> it's not like an actual prison. It's, it's just the, like a refugee so, camp or something. I don't know. It's really weird. But like, it's the show's so bizarre. I just don't understand why they need to. This week on Gotham, Victor's ass. What? Why are you telling me this? I was so excited to watch it, and then you're like, "Oh, well, fuck you." I just don't get it. It doesn't make any sense because if we live in a world where you have, you know, the Game of Thrones just throwing you fucking just crazy twist, plot twist, you know. Every fucking week, Breaking Bad, it's crazy like, plot. You can even know what's going on, and it's so a crazy plot twist that blows your mind. I don't want to be fucking told who's going to be in it. Don't tell me. Surprise me. God. And rant. Is that what really grinds your gears? Yeah, I'm, it's grinded, okay? I, I there's I can't even use You need new gears? He needs new gears. I need new gears. So what else do we get? Do we have more fucking questions? Yeah, do we, we have, have anything we have, else to add Jesus to our discussion? Christ, you of, guys are getting yeah. needy. Um, we have one more question. Um, Who is it? From Lindsay Steele. Lindsay Steele, yes. Wow, nice. you're like at a mind Lindsay reader. Steele. Well, she asked, uh, "What do you? What do we want to see in the solo Batman movie? Penetration." <laughs> <laughs> Between Alfred and Bruce. <laughs> They are a size of a tangerine. <laughs> well then. And that's our show, folks. Good night. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, Kyle, can you, can you bring the show back? With what do we want to think we'll see? We, we, definitely, we definitely need some more butler porn in there. <laughs> But, okay, um, it's kind of hard to comment on this since, honestly, I don't know what they're going to do with Batman vs. Superman and, and uh, all the other movies. Or so let's, let's assume it's kind of a blank slate when it comes to the uh, solo Batman movie. And as far as the question, like, what do we not see? I just want to see some fucking badass movies, man. I, I want to see... This will obviously, like, continue to take place... During the veteran years of Bruce Wayne, I'm going to assume. Or do you think they'll go like, like earlier in his career, like a like a 35 year old? If this version of Batman's in his 40s, do you think they'll go with like 35 year old Batman and the solo Batman? Kind of go back and tell like what happened with Robin and Nightwing might like, pop in and Batman v Superman and throw throw that in. No, I don't think they're going to do that because I'm just looking at the DC lineup. I think. When it eventually comes time for a solo Batman movie, I think they'll do something that's going to kind of lead into the next stage of DC's plan, whatever they have planned for the 2020s. That, yeah, and that's that was a, she that asked that question, when do we think we'll see solo Batman? I, 2019, 2020? Yeah. I don't think we'll get any sooner than that. So, um, again, so again, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I'd love that if it took place, you know, like maybe right there at the end of Batman's career and Maybe have it be some sort of segue into a Batman Beyond movie. Uh, yes, I would love that. Uh, we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see that. I don't see that in the plans. Um, 
for me, what do I want to see in the solo Batman movie? I want to see veteran Batman, veteran Bruce Wayne go up against uh, Penetration Man. I mean, the Joker. What about Balloon Man? (laughs) (laughs) Trojan Um, Man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. I I want a balloon. This week on Batman, the new supervillain, Trojan Man. <laughs> they just take a page out of Gotham's book and tell you who's going to be in the comic every new issue. Oh, God. Don't, don't get me started again. <laughs> um, Rant 2.0. Um, yeah, I'd like to see... Honestly, what I want to see... Um, is them actually go back and do a little bit younger Bruce Wayne Batflack um, in the solo Batman movie. Why? Why do I want to see that? Because I feel like there's stories to tell with that, with Ben Affleck as Batman. What are you laughing for, Tom? <laughs> Why? No, want... Nothing, nothing. Keep going, keep he going. Trojan nothing you had to... Yeah, of course. Nothing, nothing. Keep going. Nothing you had to say. Oh I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, like, I really would like to see uh, them... I wouldn't say, like, prequel. I mean, it obviously have to be a prequel, but um, kind of set up... Bruce's role in Gotham City, well, I, I guess Ben's role in Gotham City with, I would say, like, origin story. Like, I, I, there's no, I don't need to see another origin. I feel like there's already been the definitive origin story. Well, you can shoot me in a fucking alley if I have to watch that again. <laughs> Sam Blast your eyes out. What? Sam out. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, I, I don't need to see origin, like, that extensive origin story, but I would like to see, uh... Like a 35, 36-year-old Bruce Wayne um, in Gotham City, him taking on, like, a definitive Riddler story from uh, Zero Year. You know, obviously we're going to get him fighting the Joker, and I'm all, I'm good with that, and I like that, but if we're going to do solo Batman, I would like to see, you know, a, a character that really hasn't been done justice on screen yet. Um like maybe a fully a two-face story that's actual takes place throughout the entire movie because we only got the two-face uh, the like really good two-face story at the very tail end of the dark knight right maybe tell a harvey dent story in there uh, actual two-face or you know they just go all fucking rogues gallery like like the arkham games where they're able to tell multiple character story, you know, yeah, how they yeah, yeah. leave those in and out. Right, here's one, yeah, here's the other, yeah. You, you know, like, I've, like I said, obviously it's gonna, it's gonna, they're gonna pit Batman versus the Joker again, and I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm excited to see Ben Affleck go toe-to-toe against Jared Leto, because I feel like they're at the top of their acting games at yeah. this point in their life, and Jared Leto is actually older than Ben Affleck is. Um, but I would like to, I would like, after that, or before that, or whatever, if they do multiple solo Batman movies, they, they tackle a character that really hasn't been done or hasn't done been done justice. Like, I feel like Scarecrow's been told. Like, that was a definitive Scarecrow You think story. it did it justice, though? Like, really? Like, begins. there wasn't a lot of it, though. Like, he was, was there, and it was the premise, kind of, but it, like... I feel like you got the... It was a good fucking story for me. It wasn't, like... Scarecrow's a lot cooler than they made him out to be. You know what I mean? Like, well, the character. like Yeah, but the thing with Scarecrow is he's already been pretty well represented in the Nullverse and the Arkham yeah, games. Yeah, true. And so, he's going to be in the... He's going to be the main character in Arkham Knight. 
So, like, I really would like... Plot this. twist is actually the Joker again. Or, like, Quarter Owls. I'd still yeah, love to see a Quarter Owls awesome. storyline somewhere. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing that, and that would make perfect sense if they went back in time. Like, in, like it doesn't have to be, like, super, super early on in his career. He could be a veteran. But I would like to see that zero-year Riddler storyline, too. I feel like... I mean, obviously, that's, you know, Batman's first... Know first like year or so on the scene and shit, but right, where he's learning all these people, he's right. like, yeah. But like, I just feel like there's there's characters that haven't been really done justice. What if like Mister Freeze hasn't been really done justice yet? Arnie did a great justice. Um, are, are you knocking the Arnie here? Batman ba- Chill! at at Batman Baselap has a question. That's me. Um, Follow him on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but what about with like? With CG and shit being as good as it is nowadays and stuff, what if like we had a a villain that would be like a highly CG based villain You'd with have a Batman? Clayface, what about have... like I'm talking like something like a like a Killer Croc or something like that? Where like I feel oh, like where, we like, got Killer it Croc be a... in the Dark Knight. Yeah, the guy, the black guy at the end of the movie, his name, his character's name is. Well, Gator. yeah, I know, but still, like, really? Yeah, what but... if they actually did it though? You know, like. There'd have to be a, it's like a supporting cast of villains with it because Killer Croc on his own is like to me he's like C list. He's just like That's a C list villain. He doesn't really he doesn't have do these a lot yeah. elaborate plans. He like, doesn't create these. He just really beats dire the fuck out of. He just like, fucks shit up. Yeah, he just destroys like, shit. Yeah, could, like I wouldn't mind seeing like Harley Quinn like really been like uh, a awesome against Harley Batman. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, like there there's characters like Mister Freeze that really have been. You know their character really hasn't done justice. I really like the Jim Carrey version of the, li- the fucking but yeah. I wouldn't. I would like to see Neil Patrick Harris in that role too. That'd be awesome. If you take like, don't get me wrong, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff. But if you take the ridiculousness out of that role, I thought they did a semi-decent job explaining his story with his wife and stuff, you I know? Mean, like, I mean, that t- that's they did a pretty okay job with that, like... Yeah, They did a semi-heart of ice take on it. Right. For me, like, if I were to, like, fan cast who should be Mr. Freeze, honestly, I have no idea. I just know I don't want someone who's a brute like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'd like to see yeah, someone Yeah, that's who, fair. I agree. Like, he should have been cast for that. Like, Brian times, Cranston? You know, the times. Yeah, that would be cool, I guess. I mean, because I don't, like, I don't think we're gonna get Gordon. I don't think, you no. Know, after what Mark told us on a previous episode, he said you were gonna get Ellen Yandel, and you no, know, if there's any uh, inclination of that, then as much as I'd love to see Cranston in the role of Gordon, I just don't see we're gonna get that character. So I would like to see Cranston in the movie at in some capacity. I I just don't know what that character would be. Well, if they're gonna do like a like you wanted a more of an early take on Batman, like a like a year one or year zero or something like that. You could have Cranston as a commissioner Gordon. I would love to. See, I would really love to see Cranston in, in the Gordon. I'm just. I I just we just there's just no clue on what. Hey Kyle, can you believe that Justin didn't say he'd love to see John Hamm cast as Freeze? Oh, he did. You just didn't hear him. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, the. I could see John Hamm as Harvey Jet more. John Hamm, John Hamm, John Hamm, John Hamm. I 
I, some nights I just dream about John Hamm. <laughs> That's your second, like, deep secret expressed on Shanley and on Batman the Night, man. <laughs> Greg Capullo, John Hamm. Yeah, you're like, um, Capullo. Streams of many men. I mean, what do you guys want to see in a solo Batman movie? <laughs> Other than John Hamm. Other than penetration. <laughs> <laughs> What if what if Batman really had a threesome? <laughs> Wonder Woman is Superman. <laughs> Batman v Superman credits. Batman v Superman Dawn of Wonder Woman. <laughs> Dawn of Wonder Woman credits. <laughs> Kyle's like, shut the fuck up. Kyle's like, I watched one of those. Up. I watched one of those animes the other night. <laughs> What do I want, but all seriousness, what do I want to see in a solo Batman? I'm kind of with you guys. I'd like to see something out of, like, the something out of the new, you know? Not go back and tell an old story again. I'd like to see... Like Court of Owls? Yeah, like Court of Owls, or, you know... Like, Death of the Family would be a cool one, you know? Like, any anything, like, anything new would be cool to see on film. You know, because we haven't had the chance to see it. Yet. That is true. They've never done a death of a family kind of storyline in a cinema movie. And like, before. like we were just talking about how things are so fucking dark nowadays. Talk about fucking dark, man. Like, mm-hmm. there you go. And that the death of the family storyline in Corrales would really fuck with people's heads too. Hell yeah! Like that's something that 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 would that would stick with people like the Dark Knight did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, should we get deep? Like, not the penetration. <laughs> Hopefully, um, is I, I don't think there's any more questions from anyone. Let me double check. Is there at, at Mr. Toodles? The, no, Mr. Toodles. Mr. Toodles. I did not receive any questions. The helpful robot. Have the gadgets we need to get through this adventure. Those mouse tools. Mouse tools. We are the mouse tools. No, that that's what was the only question. We'll we'll do another fan. You know, keep sending us your questions. Well, yeah, thanks for soon. the questions at Lindsay Steele and at Stink Thinkerton or whatever the fuck your name is now. <laughs> just Dalton Johnson. He just made us as a fan. Yeah, you just love. No, him. he loves us, uh, and we love him. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man. I mean, there's just there's tons of shit going on. There always is tons of shit going the, on. The we'll next, always have room to talk about mm-hmm. Batman. In the next episode, you hear we will have Bill Ramey on. Oh damn! So we will definitely have a lot of questions for him. When, if you have a question for Mister Bill Ramey, let us know and throw it on Twitter. Email us. We will ask him, and Tweet we'll tell us. him it's from you. Oh, hell, the glorious Twitter race. <laughs> Any, do we need to cover anything else? We, we're at, like, Check us out on SoundCloud. I, we're on iTunes now. We're on iTunes now. If you got your little iPhone gadget, just go to your iPhones. podcast section and type Shanleen on Batman. It there. will bring us up. It's glorious. Um, SoundCloud, Shanleen on Batman. Facebook, Shanleen on Batman. Twitter, Shanleen on Bat, at Shanleen on Bat. Um, give us a share. Give us a like. Tell your friend about us. Download our podcast. Fucking just send us money. I don't care what you do. <laughs> yeah, just, just mail us a bag of money. 
with preferably without the eating packet in it. You know, I don't want to get sprayed in the face. Actually, no, just make it gold coins <laughs> because that's so easy. To we, I, I want to take some time away to thank uh, Lindsey Steele at Lindsey Steele one three one. Don Johnson, thank you for the question. How many question. times we get to thank these motherfuckers? I'm gonna thank them again. <laughs> there are fans, man. Um, and Stinker at Thinker365, thank you again. I'll definitely message you, talk about some Batman stuff, because these guys reach out to me. Maybe they'll reach out to you. Probably not. I don't use Twitter a lot. Maybe you should dick. Maybe I should dick. God, such a dick when it comes to Twitter. I'm a Twitter dick. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's going to be it. Anything else, Kyle? I'll just say again, I love my fans. i got to watch Better Call Saul. Oh, wait, wrong day. Wrong day, because it's, it's fucking Monday Sunday, now. you douche. you got 24 Shit. hours. you got like you got, like, fucking, what, 19 hours now until you can see that. I need help, guys. <laughs> I need help. So well, we got to get Kyle some help. So uh, for episode 22 with Shanley and I'm Batman. I am Justin Shanley. Kyle Davis. Tom Harper. I am the knight. I am the knight.